0: Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming
1: podcast where we discuss and review the classic and not so classic games of the 8 and 16 bit era. I'm Nick and I'm Eric. This week's game will be The Guardian Legend, Part 1.
0: The Guardian Legend was developed by Compile and published by Irem Software in Japan and Broderbun Software in North America in 1988. In PAL territories, it was published by Nintendo themselves, but not released until April of 89.
1: Mm, well, that's not that bad of a, a lag.
0: No, not at all. And this game is kind of a sequel to a game called Gardic on the MSX system.
1: Yeah, this, this game is... Uh... It has a lot of uh, different DNA from these different compile games in it that's pretty interesting. For example, like Golvelius is very much the overhead screen type levels in this game. And uh, there's also a game called Power Strike that some of the weapons come from that. And it's a top down shooter, also by Compile, I believe. Oh,
0: interesting. Now, Compile is best known probably for their Puyo Puyo series. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they invented it and they even made uh, some of the various ports such as Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Counting Machine. Oh, yeah. And this game was released in Japan as Gardik Gaiden. Mm. Now, this isn't our first Gaiden. Right, right. And uh, those of you who don't know, Gaiden means kind of side story or tale. It's often used as uh, a way to refer to an anecdote or a supplemental piece of a biography.
1: Right on. Okay. Yeah, I always just thought it meant story or something like, kind of like saga or, Mm -hmm. you know. As did I, but I guess it's a little more specific hmm. than that. Okay. Well, and you know, it's interesting because uh, in addition to a different title, they got much better uh, box artwork than we did uh, yeah. in, in both PAL and uh, J- Japanese territories.
0: Yeah. The box art is a little weak in the United States version. It's just like a weird sunset-y looking
1: I, eye. I was reading about it and they are like, this is a ripoff of this uh, the VHS cover for a movie called Creature. I looked at it, and I was like, oh my gosh, you're right. It's like an orange, like, you just see two eyes, uh-huh. like and it's like a planet kind of looking thing. Mm-hmm. So there's that. I don't know why they ripped off this movie I've never heard of before, but good for them. Well, Nick,
0: what kind of game is The Guardian Legend?
1: The Guardian Legend is, um, well, it's kind of a hybrid game where you have uh, overhead screen-by-screen uh, screen exploration action, and uh I would even also... say
0: action RPG.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then uh, it's also broken up by different uh, top-down shooting uh, corridors. Very classic
0: shmup action. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very interesting game. And in this game, you are a guardian? The guardian. The guardian <laughs> of legend. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And there is no jump. No, no, you're, uh, you're moving around. It's, I mean... When you are the person, the legend... Yeah, you're and we'll in, get to all this here in a second. Yeah. You are moving kind of Zelda style.
1: Yeah. And I mean, again, like we kind of mentioned before with Goldvelius, uh, that was very much kind of the Sega Master System mm-hmm. Zelda clone kind of default answer to it in a way.
0: Now, which came out first, this or Blaster Master? Ooh, I think this.
1: Maybe. I don't know, man. I'm not sure. I think it also
0: shares some similarities to its overhead. Laws. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, I mean, at least... Like, especially when you compare Govelleus, because it's, you know, overhead, screen-by-screen, hub world. Mm -hmm. Granted, you're only using a sword in that game, but all the caverns and caves you go into are self-scrolling, top-down, or side-scrolling action levels. So it kind of fits the template here.
0: Well, you cannot jump, but when you are in the overhead person mode, you can move in all directions. So it's not a problem, and there's no gaps, there's nothing that you need to ever jump over,
1: so it's not really
0: a problem presented yeah,
1: you, to you and you have full eight directional shooting
0: which gets me to my next point you can shoot and yeah. uh that's the main mechanic of this game you have a gun and that's what's biggest plus is that you can shoot in any direction now you have to be going that direction to shoot that direction
1: yeah there's no strafing going on here
0: no and we're currently referring to just your humanish form yeah because in this game you will also find these quote corridors which are you know sub levels of the mm-hmm. game And when you enter them, you turn into some sort of space jet.
1: Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Uh... It is
0: one of the best (laughs) animations on the Nintendo.
1: Yeah, I've loved it for years.
0: Side note, you can hit select to skip that if you'd like. Oh, really? I don't know why you ever would. I never knew that. I mean, it's not that long, but... No. Okay, it's good to know, though. But when you turn into this robot plane, the space plane, Mm
1: -hmm. uh, does it have a name? Uh, I think it's just like... I mean, you're called an Aerobot fighter, I think, or something, but... Okay. Well, when you turn fly? into the Aerobot, <laughs>
0: you have the same gun, but it only shoots forward at this point. Yeah. No matter what direction you turn, move, or anything like that. Now, your gun is auto-fire. You can hold down the button, and it will shoot at a maximum fire. hmm I did notice some weird things, though, with uh, playing around with the auto-fire on my controller. Yeah. Rapid fire seemed to have a w- different pattern sometimes than the auto fire hold down.
1: Yeah, I was, I mostly used the actual, not the in game rapid fire, but mm-hmm. my turbo button. Right. When I was using it, it seemed a little faster, like it seemed more condensed. You know what I mean? It was,
0: it was interesting. I couldn't really figure out if it was better or not, to be honest with you.
1: Well, and I mean, your rate of fire can change. Spoilers. But, uh, so that can throw it off too. But
0: now you can also equip secondary guns or weapons. So you mainly fire with the B button, but then you can equip something special to your A button. And these are special items you find throughout the map or given to you when you beat a boss mm-hmm. or mini boss. Yeah. Before we get into the special weapons, we kind of need to talk about the screen and what's going on with you and your character.
1: Yeah, let's look at the layout.
0: So at the bottom of the screen is all the information you're going to need for the the meat of your gameplay. Yes. You've got your life and at this beginning of the game, you have, like, four chunks of life, I think.
1: I th- yeah, you start with, uh, like, you have a certain number of hearts. I think you start with eight, and then that's... I, d- I don't know how that encapsulates in the meters on the... You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Along the actual life meter, but as you progress, you can lengthen it. Yeah.
0: You also have your X, Y coordinates not as useful. Yeah, I remember being real impressed when I first... I was like, oh, cool, man. And then it was like, well, yeah. Because you do have access to a map. Yeah. You have your sub weapon that you have selected Mm -hmm. shown and then you have two other pieces of information that are very useful you have your chip count and Mm -hmm. your shot count yeah and this is where things get weird
1: they're related
0: (laughs) so this game has ammo for your secondary weapons and that is what the chips are yeah and as you progress you can hold a higher number of chips
1: yeah you have a certain max that
0: you can increase as the game goes on and the chips are the secondary ammo The ammo for your special weapons. Mm -hmm. So therefore, the shot tells you how many shots you have with that special weapon.
1: Yeah, because the various weapons will consume chips at different rates.
0: But the chips are not just ammo for that secondary weapon. Right. They also act as, I don't know what the word is, but they increase the firepower of your gun as well, your main gun.
1: When your number of chips gets past certain thresholds, your normal default laser gun or whatever will just, you know, it'll level up three or four times to a different, you know, get the area gets larger and it shoots more bullets. Yeah. The
0: area of bullets is larger. You're shooting like nine to 10 to 12 as it goes on. You get a pretty, pretty generous spread. But if you spend those chips by using them as ammo and they drop below... One of those thresholds that gave you the boost on your gun, Yeah. that boost will go away. It will power you down. So as you progress, your your gun does get definitely better. In the beginning, it's just one shot, mm-hmm. one bullet forward. And then when you upgrade at, I think, 100, yeah. you get three bullets. And yeah. then it's like up to six or nine. It, it starts getting way more looking than you can imagine <laughs> yeah, yeah. very
1: quickly. It gets huge. And I mean, we should say that chips are also currency that you use at certain points kind of, to buy items, you know? Yes. The, you can replenish them so quickly, usually, yeah. when you're not inside a corridor, that, you know, their value as currency is really meh. And
0: one of the things that I'm a little fuzzy on is at
1: what numbers does your gun increase uh, or decrease in, in, in power? I know the big one, there's 100, mm-hmm. and then I, I want to say it's four or 600, uh-huh. and then the last one is 2,000, I think. Okay, Like, because... At the beginning, you know, especially when you're near the 100 level, it's like you'll be dipping in and out of your gun pretty frequently. But towards the end, there's kind of chip inflation or your max chip inflation where you get a lot so that it's like you have freedom to use your special weapons without worrying about neutering your normal gun.
0: Because that is a concern sometimes where... You know, I want to use a special weapon, but I definitely don't want to lose this very powerful upgrade I just got to my to my main
1: weapon. Yeah, you have to kind of balance it out, which one's worth more
0: to you. Now, you can pause this game, or you can hit the start button, and it will take you to the kind of option select map screen. Yeah. Which yeah. is another form of pause.
1: Sure, sure.
0: And on this screen, you have a map, and a really good map, that as you progress and get new keys in the game, we'll talk about them a little later, Yeah, they will unlock new areas of the map for you and show you where to go. Yeah. So there's really very little ways of getting lost in this game or or not knowing what your next objective area is. As
1: soon as, yeah, generally whenever you get a key, it's like then whatever doors that can unlock, the map is revealed beyond it.
0: Yes. Then you also get to see all of these special items you've collected, what level they are, And that's how you select them, is on Mm -hmm. this screen. But you also get some information about your character, and this is where some of those light RPG elements creep in. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, it does show you your chip max, you know, the amount you can have, but it also gives you an attack and a shield rating. Yeah. So those can be upgraded throughout the game.
1: Yeah, you'll find items, and they're permanent.
0: Yeah, so let's get into these items, and we'll talk about how, how you can increase these stats and how they're affected. All right when you fight normal creatures sometimes they will drop a small box mm-hmm. and it has like a little red button on it or whatnot yeah yeah uh, you can shoot those and it will reveal a power-up now when you are in the uh, flying mode and you get one of those it very nicely scrolls that box way up on the play field yeah so you can orient yourself to it, pick it up and you have more time yeah, you know? yeah. It's, it's quite wonderful And in those, you will find blue power chips and red power chips. Yeah. And for the life of me, I could never remember when playing which did which, and it didn't really matter.
1: Yeah, the blue ones will give you like, I think it's five chips, maybe 10. 20. Or 20, okay, yeah. And and you get, like, one bar of life, I think mm-hmm. one heart's worth, and the red one is 200 chips. But that feels like it's way too much. It's way more than you, like, early on, for, for quite a while in the early game, it was like, it's just max chips for mm-hmm. me, you know? But uh, the red chips will also restore, uh, like, two bars of life, I think. A little yeah. more than the blue one.
0: But what you're really looking for most of the time
1: is the heart.
0: You want yeah. that heart to
1: appear. Because that heart will give you five life bars back. Yes, which is... uh. a a nice help you'll be praying for it many times oh yeah
0: and then if you're really lucky you might see the wonderful life tank
1: yeah this bad boy will fill up all your life
0: and it is it's a weird looking little thing it looks like a weird little reactor
1: or watch something something like an engine maybe or i don't know
0: (laughs) and it tops you off all the way to full no matter what your number of life tanks are
1: it can be quite the lifesaver man
0: and then there is one other thing they can drop and it looks like a little starburst or a sun. Yeah. And that is the enemy eraser.
1: Yes. This is your, uh, it's it's the only item you get that kind of has its own inventory. You'll find them 20 at a time.
0: It does not use chips. It uses its own energy uh, eraser ammo. And yeah. it's numbered.
1: Yeah. And you can hold up to 255 of them. Oh, I and, know. And, and it just, I just never use mine. I didn't till the end. Uh, <laughs> oh,
0: I think we had a similar strategy, and I cannot wait to discuss it.
1: Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it will destroy everything on the screen, one use, and it just, boom, blasts everything. Now, uh, except for bosses, there are a few stronger enemies I don't think it will kill. And some mini-bosses. But oh, it will yeah. hurt them. So oh, each does? time
0: you use it, it's like doing a, a one-shot to them. Okay, cool. So Yeah, I didn't really
1: mess with it against mini-bosses, so.
0: No, neither did I. Now, when you fight mini-bosses or sometimes normal bosses you will be rewarded with various other power-ups and then these power-ups also sometimes are just littered throughout the map
1: yeah a lot of times you'll just see a little robo box or whatever you want to call it just in the background
0: these weird little pyramids and Mm -hmm. there are the ones that break when you shoot them everywhere yeah and then there are ones that reveal this the special thing yeah so and uh you know they will be sometimes in the middle of a level, but sometimes you have to fight a boss and you'll get one of these items, such as the blue or red
1: lander. Yeah, the landers. Um, again, uh, hearkening back to Golvelius, they were in that game, but they were translated as Randars. So. Hmm. But blue and red, both they both improved uh, different stats of yours. Yeah, the blue lander gives you one more life bar. Yeah, so and it really fills useful. it up, too. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: but the one I'm always hunting for is the red lander yes yeah because it increases your maximum number of chips yeah power chips that you can hold it's a it's a, a big boon yeah it increases the amount of secondary ammo you have but it also hopefully knocked you over that edge to make your gun a little more powerful as well Yeah, get to a new bracket but the gun also can be powered up and you will find a little gun symbol sometimes
1: yeah, that's your attack uh, increase. That will, you know, and your that will be displayed on your stats in the uh, sub screen. You will have another little gun in the row of guns next to attack. Which apparently there are only four, or you, you know, you, you can only find three power ups. You get to a max level of four, right? I found all four by the end. Okay, yeah, I but... did, but. I thought I was maybe missing some. Maybe, but I don't think so. Because when you also get the shield to increase your defense, there are tons of those. (laughs) And that looks like a little shield. Yeah.
0: And again, that increases your defensive power. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's harder to quantify.
1: Yeah. I'm not sure. I mean, it's definitely there.
0: I did have a question for you and I found no answer about it on the internet. Does the attack power up only affect your primary gun? I don't know okay um i I would assume so because the secondary guns have their own power-up scheme so
1: yeah that's kind of how i thought as well
0: but there is one more power-up for that gun that you failed to mention oh yeah and that is uh the speed up yeah or the
1: rapid fire kind of and it looks like a what does it look like nick a series of arrow chevrons yeah kind of you know like a turbo boost little thing yeah it definitely
0: looks like a turbo
1: boost um but you'll see a few of them around um they just increase your rate of fire Uh, i'm not sure if it maxes out at some point you find quite a few of them Uh, yeah
0: i i was always happy to get one and a lot of times it did seem to increase the amount of bullets that were on the screen yeah now there are a few spots in the game where you find shops yeah and you can buy one of these items. Or a special weapon upgrade. Yeah, And it's one of those wonderful like Zelda style things. Yeah. There's always
1: at least one, if not two options that are very foolhardy. Generally, if it's something like this, that's a permanent, you know, power up for you. That's what you want. Yeah. yeah. uh, You don't want
0: a consumable.
1: Yeah. Or I mean, you might think like, oh, hey, there's a bullet shield for sale here. Maybe I'll get that. But it's like, spoiler, there's enough to find and max every weapon easily, you know. uh, Everyone? Because I did not. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I mean, I was able to get all of, all of them pinked out by the end oh, okay. at level three, but... I must um, have missed a two. Some of them are, like, just ridiculous. Like, you'll find at least four or five of these multi-bullets. Like, mm-hmm. don't buy them. Stick right. with the rapid fires.
0: Or if you're really lucky, one of the landers.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, yes. So, there is another way of gaining speed, and that is not for your gun, but for your person and your aircraft. Yeah. Yeah. And that's through gaining levels in the game.
1: Yeah, you uh, you do have a score. And for once, it I mean, it actually does something other than just hand out uh, extra men. Um, at certain point intervals, your uh, life will increase by one heart and your movement speed will increase by a certain amount. I'm not sure exactly how much faster you move, but it's definitely noticeable if you go back from playing, you know, the end of the game and go back to the beginning. Oh, yeah. And play it. You know, you're like, oh, I'm slow, but... It will increase at, uh, you get your first increase at 30,000 points, mm-hmm. and then at 100,000, 500,000, a million, and 2 million. Maybe more beyond that, but... I hit 2 million
0: y- during the last boss fight.
1: Oh, no, yeah, I got it pretty close to the end there, so... That's awesome, though, because you get a life refill, right? Yeah. oh Which we'll get into, but... Eh, that's not a bad strategy. Well...
0: Anyway, eh, yeah. I was not hurting for life during that fight. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> now probably the largest draw to most people is the sheer number of cool weapons that are in this game
1: yes um this was before i ever played this game saw nintendo power i my eyes bugged out of my head because i was like there are like 12 special weapons like that's awesome
0: not only are there 12 special weapons but each of these weapons can level up and it changes
1: a little bit yeah they get stronger more powerful faster Mm -hmm.
0: and then on top of that I think all of them but one can be used in both the overhead person mode and the shooting uh, airplane mode. Yeah, that is very true. And for the most part, they have very similar or if not the exact same effect.
1: Yeah, but given the different nature of the levels, some of them work better in certain level, you know, certain types of encounters than others.
0: And that to me is really the heart of this game. It's Trying to figure out what is going to work best for you. When do you want to use which weapon?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's so fun.
0: Definitely. And that's what we're going to talk about right now. Starting with the first one, the one you just get automatically. And that is the multi-bullets.
1: These are the lamest one, I think. I, I never use this. Well, yet.
0: they're very hard to use, I found.
1: Yeah, I mean, it shoots uh, it shoots kind of a big fireball. It's eight directional, just like your normal gun. But, so in the overhead level, it's like, what's the point kind of, it's yeah. a little stronger. I mean, you're, you're layering on top of your bullets because you can shoot special weapons and your normal gun simultaneously.
0: Yes. But I, I also found it to be very hard to aim in the overhead
1: levels. Yeah. I mean, you might think like now I can shoot to the side or something, but you also, if you're doing that, you're flying that way too. <laughs> like, yeah.
0: And you don't be flying into the things you're shooting at generally.
1: Yeah. I mean, I will say this is, you know, kind of, this is the one that will level up. You'll find it very frequently. I found at least four of these and it only, the third one will max you out. So, yeah, um, you know, because they each have three levels. You start with blue, level two is green and pink is uh, level three.
0: And at level one, this, as we said, shoots like kind of a big fireball. Yeah. And then at level two, it shoots a larger, faster fireball. Mm-hmm. And that costs three chips instead of the one. Yeah. And then if you want to spend 10 chips on it, at level 3, it shoots a faster,
1: larger fireball. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the chip consumption of all the weapons kind of varies, but it always increases, you know, as you uh, as your levels get higher. Yeah. So, But this is kind of one of the cheapest of all the weapons. It does have that going for it. Yeah. Again, barely used.
0: Now, one I did use a lot more than I thought I would was the side
1: blaster. Yeah, um... Okay, yeah, or the manual lists it as the backfire. I've seen
0: two. I don't know if that's like a European and American release or whatnot. Yeah,
1: I I see a lot of different names for a lot of these weapons online. So I just went after the ones in the manual, even though they don't necessarily make sense.
0: Gotcha. And one thing we should probably also describe is their icons, because the icons don't always match exactly what you think (laughs) you're going to see. Right. So the first icon is, for the very first one, is like kind of an explosion yeah for that that multi-bullet
1: i I always thought of it as like it's like a compass like your eight directions you can shoot Oh, okay but i can see that either way it's it is kind of nondescript
0: (laughs) and then the side blaster it's icon nick
1: yeah this is it's like a if you imagine an upside down y oh you drew them And the bottom are little arrows i did i drew all the icons excellent
0: (laughs) and at first i was confused by it but then it made more sense as i started playing with it because it doesn't just shoot out of the sides of you it does shoot out at maybe like a V a 45 yeah. degree set at 45 degree angles from your back.
1: Yeah, you get two shots, you know.
0: Mhm. And when you are fighting some of these very quick overhead mini bosses. Yeah. This is one of your best bets because you are running away from it at all times and one of your shots is usually going to be
1: hitting it. Yeah, and another advantage is that this is one of two kind of wave Guns. Mm -hmm. It shoots these like semicircular at first waves out, and they look like Wi-Fi symbols. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they're those are pretty cool because they will travel through enemies and certain obstacles that would stop all your other shots. So you can get through you know tough stuff with them.
0: And it's also great because at the beginning it's only one chip per use. Yes, so very cheap. You can spam it hardcore. Oh yeah. Then at level two, it consumes five chips, and it's just a little faster. It seems like. Uh, that's when if you rapid-fire it, man, it makes a lot of noise. Yeah, yeah. And then at level three, the beams actually become full-on circles. It's like yeah. you're whipping chakras out at people.
1: It's pretty awesome. It is. This is notable to me, at least, because at level three, it's taken 40 chips per shot, so it's on the more expensive side. Oh, I,
0: I forgot to mention that.
1: And this is one of the few... Weapons where I was just running around fighting this mini boss and I'm like, why are not I shoot? Oh, I'm out of chips. Like when I first got it at up to level three, it's one of the earlier ones that you can level up that high.
0: And it will just drain you quick. Yeah.
1: So keep an eye on your chips.
0: All right. Well, uh, next up we have the wave beam.
1: Yeah. Or wave attack as it's called in the manual. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it shoots a wave beam out in front of you.
1: Uh, it's pretty much the same projectile as the backfire. You know, uh, but it comes out the front. Uh, It's uh, goes a full screen, and when you, it goes through enemies. If you move left or right, at least in the ship uh, levels, it'll it'll kind of wobble. Like you'll get a little, it'll it'll diagonal off to the left or right, depending which uh, way you're going. I don't really think it does that in the overhead levels because you would be moving diagonally. But
0: right, and I did not use this one very much.
1: I. For certain areas, there were certain bosses that I was like, it works pretty well because it just keeps going through things. In certain levels, like, there are certain types of enemies that will just, you know, come down like those little, like, flat diamond things. Or, yes. you know, where it's like you can't shoot past them, but this will get through them at least. Oh. So it's okay. worth it in that way. It's not the strongest, but it's, uh, it, it's very rapid-fiery, so. Excellent.
0: Well, uh, when you upgrade it to level 2, it uses 7 chips, and it becomes faster. And then at level 3, uses 20 chips, and you should have that circle
1: that you shot from the side yeah, beam before. full-on ring.
0: And then next up, you have the bullet shield.
1: Yeah, with a kind of a deceptive icon. Um, yeah. Because it just looks like a circle of four small bullets.
0: Yes. You know? Which is not what happens when you press that button.
1: No. Uh, you might think this is like a, a five-directional spread shot or something, mm-hmm. but in fact, it just brings out, uh, like you might imagine, a bullet... That flies around you in a circle.
0: Yeah, and I actually used this one quite a bit.
1: It's pretty solid. Um, not
0: as much in its level one form, because as you said, you have a uh, one small bullet, and it's kind of slow. Yeah, but that slowness though is helpful sometimes, because it will drag through things and sometimes do a lot of hits.
1: And I mean, it will destroy. I mean, a lot of not all, but a lot of enemy projectiles are also destroyable. So mm-hmm. this can help protect you from a lot of things from a lot of directions.
0: And that's three chips, and at level two, it's six chips, and that becomes faster. The bullet spins around you faster, and at level three, it's 30 chips, and then the 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 shield bullet is gigantic.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a much bigger sprite.
0: <laughs> yeah, very much so, and it's nice. It will just
1: tear through tons of stuff. Yeah, and it's pretty decently uh, powerful as well.
0: Oh, yeah. Then after that, you have the grenade, and it is a grenade.
1: It looks just like you'd think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I wanted
1: to like the grenade,
0: and I really tried to use it more than I should (laughs) have.
1: There were certain bosses or overhead levels where I was like, it really just depends on what items you have. Sometimes I'm like, okay, this is pretty strong because you throw out a little grenade, Mm -hmm. and uh, it will explode into, you know, it's not just one explosion. It's like a series of explosions, and they increase in size and uh, range as you level it up. But it does have a weird arc that you throw it at. And a time that it takes for it to hit That's its target. and the then hardest part about it. Um, but I like it in certain plane levels because you can shoot it left or right mm-hmm. to get certain things. and if you have the timing down, like it can do a lot of damage because it'll rapidly hit a lot of the area. You know, the final level three grenade has a huge. Explosions, yeah. and so. if you're fighting a fixed
0: enemy one that's not moving at all then it's
1: really good yeah but there, a lot of these bosses move just way too fast you're not you know no it's you, not bad for a screen killer you know or a screen clearer in a in a corridor but other than that meh.
0: and it's level one is two chips small explosion level two is five chips medium 320 big explosion pretty self explanatory yeah now next up we have the fireball and that
1: is a giant fireball you shoot out yeah what's cool about it though is it's very slow yeah it takes its time um, and it will keep hurting enemies as it passes through them yeah
0: and I used this a bit uh, especially in the early part of the game
1: i I use a lot it might it's one of my favorite weapons um, it's one of your stronger ones too so definitely certain bosses I was like this is the way to go
0: and what's cool is that you know you level your level one is four chips it shoots a small slow fireball level two it's 12 chips the fireball stays the same speed but gets larger. Yeah. So it's doing more damage, which is nice. Yeah. And then at level three, it it gets a little faster, but not fast enough to where it's going to negate the, you know, a power it's, of its going through things. It's and still and stuff.
1: slower than, like, your
0: normal gun and Definitely. stuff. So as you said, it's really good on a lot of bosses because you'll get a lot of
1: hits in as it travels up through them. Yeah. It's simple, just... As you might imagine, I think it's one of the more descriptive one. It just looks like a kind of fireball heading up, uh, you know, maybe a ghost, you might say it looks like. <laughs> I
0: can <could> see that. <laughs> uh, and then next up is one of the more confusing icons. Yeah. And that's um, for the seeker or area blaster.
1: Yeah. Um. This one, it looks, the, the icon looks kind of like if you imagine the letter Z with a little circle at the top left of it. And, mm-hmm. uh,
0: and that has nothing to do with what
1: you're doing when you use this. Yeah. This is... Actually, one of my favorite weapons. Um, I did use it a lot more this playthrough than I ever have before. In the past, this was always one of the, like, meh, whatever. Don't need it. But it's actually really useful because um, it creates a red and blue kind of fireball. Mm-hmm. And uh, they one of them will go out and attack enemies. And the other one will kind of home around you, attacking enemies and defending you as well.
0: Yeah. And then what I don't know is how long they last ever
1: or why they go away. Sometimes... I feel like if they go too far off the screen, yeah, it that goes will, away. Yep, and I think they can take a certain amount of hits or damage before they'll just disappear. But there's
0: really no way of keeping track of that during the heat of the battle.
1: When I get into like certain areas, it's like I'm just holding down that button. So yeah. the minute that one of them disappears, I'll shoot another one out. And, uh, exactly but, the but same technique. They when uh, you get some really crowded uh, areas, this is can be a, a godsend because it really helps clear out like you know a lot of these little enemies and things that. You don't want to have to worry about where you're Mm -hmm. avoiding a bigger threat.
0: Yeah, because at level one, uh, it's only one chip, and it's two of them come out, and they're kind of slow. But when they're going for one thing, if they pass through another, they'll be hitting it and hurting it.
1: Yeah, they'll hit anything.
0: And then at level two, it's eight chips, and then they're just a little bit faster. Yeah. And then level three is where (laughs) it's a little tricky, because it uses a lot of chips.
1: Yeah, it's 120. And that's not like... Some of these, like, for example... The bullet shield we talked about, that's just a uh chips over time. It'll keep depleting it. Yeah. But these will decrease every time you shoot a new bullet out. So depending, uh it could really run through your stuff real fast, but it moves so fast at the third level, like it's crazy. It's it's really awesome.
0: It is. And they will cause a level of slowdown that doesn't happen in (laughs) any other part of the game. Yeah. If you're using them in a very busy area, welcome to slow mo. Yeah, for real. It's kind of (laughs) nice in some ways. And then following that is, well, an, an even stranger weapon. I've seen it listed as the spiral shot, but sometimes as the repeller.
1: Yeah, um, its icon looks kind of like a circle with another one of those little balls at the end. Um, which it looks like a messed up power symbol. I think it looks more like what I would imagine the bullet shield icon you know what i mean but uh either way it kind of makes sense once you know what it does it's very similar to the f weapon in contra where it shoots a circular kind of pattern forward and it moves slowly yeah i really only use this at like one type of boss i i actually use this a lot this time um mostly for levels because it's so slow that it's like you can shoot one on say the left or right Mm -hmm. and it'll start clearing through that whole path and you can either stay behind it or work on the other half i don't know it 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 fulfilled the similar role as the area blaster for me oh okay especially once it levels up and you get a real big ball you know yeah because level one is
0: uh three chips it's a slow moving fireball level two is 10 chips and it gets faster and then at level three it's 30 chips with a very large bullet and a tighter spiral. Yeah, maybe. Up next is one of my favorites, but sadly you can only use it in flying mode. Mm, yeah. And that would be the beam laser or hyper laser.
1: Yeah, this is more of a uh, similar to say the laser weapon in a Gradius, but it's one of the kind that stays fixed in front of your ship.
0: Yeah, so as you
1: bank to the left or right, the laser will also move with you. Yeah, which is kind of cool. You can get some kind of arcing it around into certain enemies.
0: And in a lot of bosses, it's very useful because it will pierce through the boss and any of the little things that is spawning in it or Mm -hmm. around
1: it. And uh, it's pretty strong as well.
0: Yeah, definitely. And at level one, it is four chips, and it's just one kind of thin laser beam. Yeah. At level two, you get two laser beams, twin lasers. Ooh. And that's six chips. And at level three, for 30 chips, you get very large lasers that shoot from the tips of your wings
1: yeah it's a big area and especially whenever you shoot it you can just kind of weave back and forth a little and you'll just clear this like corridor of of monsters in front of you
0: it is wonderful and what is its little symbol nick
1: it looks kind of like a star trek symbol i don't know it's like uh like the communicator badge
0: yeah yeah no it it does look kind of like an arrow or
1: maybe like an arrowhead almost yeah it's
0: it's Definitely not laser looking. Not I can, really. I know. can tell you that much. <laughs> but you know what is laser looking? That's the next item. Yeah. Possibly my favorite item. Yeah, it's good. And that would be the saber laser. Yeah. Also known as the lightsaber.
1: Yeah, this is uh this is your melee weapon, uh but it's different than, you know, it's not like you press the button and you swing it. You just stick it out. Mm-hmm. And you can run into guys with it, spin around. Uh, it's pretty sweet.
0: Yeah. At level one, it consumes four chips. So it's a little more expensive. Yeah. And it's uh, just a laser sword. I mean, as long as it's out, it's going to hurt whatever it's touching, which is really its main yeah, yeah strength. For sure. Yeah. At level two, it takes eight chips and it's stronger i don't does it get longer I ever i think it just
1: gets stronger as far yeah. as i could tell
0: and at level three it takes 30 chips
1: now one thing about the price is that i feel like it's a chips over time thing because there are a lot of times where i would just tap it and get one guy and it wasn't taking any of my chips away you agreed know? So. and that's a tactic i used <laughs> quite often
0: in some of the harder overhead levels it helps man i would switch between it which its symbol looks like and a I laser can,
1: Yeah, it looks actually like a sword-like thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's pretty sweet.
0: But I would switch between it and the next item, the cutter laser. Or Darth Maul's lightsaber. Uh (laughs) Yeah, and it is twin lightsabers, uh, and they come out of the sides of you instead of the front.
1: Yeah, it's pretty awesome.
0: It is, and this, to me, is the
1: main boss killer of weapons. A lot of them, yeah, because, well, either the saber laser and the cutter laser both function pretty much the same, where it's... You know, it's just sticking it out. And if you get up to a big creature and you're just stabbing it with this thing that just keeps hitting it over and over super quick, like well, you can do a lot of damage.
0: That, But this one, the twin laser saber, whatever we're calling it, mm-hmm. since you've got a, one sticking out the other side, for these bosses that are spewing tons of enemies or projectiles, that's killing many yeah. of the other ones and then setting you up for potential rewards as it's killed them and given you health back or whatnot.
1: Yeah, there are... Uh, quite a few bosses that you can just uh or and especially mini bosses like a lot of them i'm i just go in with my sword Mm -hmm. just you can just trade punches with them they'll just keep running into your sword and you 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 might almost die but you don't even have to do anything the enemy will kill themselves like wow well in the earlier ones okay (laughs) and
0: then as far as cost goes uh level one is five chips level two is 10 chips level three is 35 chips but it's totally worth it oh yeah And that pretty much wraps up all of your special weapons in the game. But it doesn't wrap up this uh, segment because there is one more thing we need to talk about. And that is, there are no lives in this game. Instead, when you die, you return to the last place you saved at. Yeah. And there are save points through the game, little rooms, where one of the blue lander dudes is like, do you want to save? Yeah. And you deselect your special weapon and then you save there. But when you save, you are given what some people consider <laughs> the worst password in the history of I, the Nintendo. I
1: don't I don't see how it's the worst. Uh, I'll
0: tell you how it's the worst is that it has too many characters.
1: It has just as many as River City Ransom, but your passwords aren't as long. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you got numbers and upper and lower case, you know. Yes. And but, I give them credit for putting umlauts over the lower case to prevent confusion yes. in password writing.
0: And they're so worried about password confusion. That when you go to one of those rooms, you can test out (laughs) any
1: password you've written down. I've never done that. Well, yeah. I mean, I can see why. Like, I'm sure there were times when I was a kid where I was like, I should have tested it, but I didn't. But
0: it's not too brutal because if you die, you retain everything you have gained to this point. Yeah. And you are reset with full chips and full life. Back at that save point.
1: Yeah, and they are pretty generous about the save points. There's one in, like, every area, at least. Oh, definitely. So, you're not going back too far.
0: Well, Nick, there's not a lot of resources on the interwebs about this game. There are not. The ones that are there are not that great. Not the best. So, I'm not going to lie. I know what this manual looks like because I turned to it for help. Oh, yeah.
1: And it's all right. Yeah, I mean, um... It is in color. Yeah, yeah, you get a full color, you get uh, you know, you get some screenshots. Uh, they're
0: really kind of fuzzy
1: though. The screenshots are not the best. No, uh, they're really poorly <laughs> done. At least they're the right color, so they got that on our type, mm-hmm. but uh <laughs> I mean, you get some decent artwork um, cuz you get the boss monsters at the end. Um, yeah, you
0: get a listing of them and they all look pretty nice. You and get their names.
1: I really like at the beginning in the story area, you have like the planet scene, which I'm assuming is this planet Naju. It's just like in space, but I love where it shows that cutaway of the planet, kind mm-hmm. of where it's like you can see the different strata down, and it's telling you about like the surface uh, overhead areas are the labyrinth mm-hmm. and the corridors are called the dungeons. So that's extra confusing, but <laughs> yeah, the, but the picture's cool. It is
0: now there is a lot of information that you have to understand when playing this game and it does a fairly good job of of telling you that i think
1: for the most part i mean it doesn't tell you about like the chips and your gun upgrading barely yeah uh it doesn't tell you about your life of increasing from score i don't think i might tell you but it doesn't tell you when or you know um it just kind of lightly touches on all that stuff uh but if there's anything that you uh Figure out later, it does give you two memo pages at the end to fill in the blanks yourself. So,
0: Or you could use it to put in one of your many giant passwords. That's true. That is true. So, um,
1: hey, good on them. Yeah. But, yeah, so it's it's all right. right. I would say middle, middle of the road. It just barely does the minimum that it's supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> definitely.
0: But we have definitely seen worse. Well, Nick, what was your personal history with this game, The Guardian Legend?
1: Well, I've... I remember playing this uh, probably, I guess, 88, 89. You know, it was a game that like a friend borrowed from a friend and I it blew my mind. You know, I had seen it in Nintendo Power, but I hadn't played it. But I was like, I really got into it. And since it was a password game, I rented it a few times and was able to continue and beat it. So long time fan.
0: Yeah, my uh, childhood experience with this is only through Nintendo Power. Um, oh, yeah? I don't even remember seeing it at my rental place. And I was intrigued, but, you know, it was just one of those mini games. That drop in the ocean, goes, man. Yeah. You know, goes on. And then years later, you championed this game and, you know, you talked it up. And <laughs> this is back when you could buy used copies of it for a dollar or two. Oh, yeah. So we all did. And I was immediately hooked. I loved it, uh, played through it, at least, uh, you know, tried to beat it a couple times. And I never did, but I always got really close. Gotcha. Which brings me to our recent experience. And I'll start by saying, I did finally beat this game, legit. Nice. So, that that's my accomplishment.
1: I gotcha. Um, I beat it as well. Um, I, I played this kind of slower, more methodically, in that I went through and I fought every boss with every special weapon I had at the time. Cool. So, I took special notes of which ones worked the best, and we'll talk about those later. But that was my main thing, because I played it quite a few times. I already know what I'm getting into. So and you've I, beaten it
0: before? Oh,
1: yeah. Okay. Uh, I just wanted to explore it. Although, I will be honest, when I got to the final boss, I was like, I don't remember this being like this. This is hard, man. Hard. <laughs> and, and long. Yeah. I, I remember I was like, I, I I, had nothing for this until. So, I'm assuming I used a trick that I forgot about that I remembered later. And I was like, oh, yeah. And I'm, I guess that's how I did it before. Because I honestly don't remember. I don't think it was that hard, but it is.
0: Yeah. I played this, I think five or six times so you know i would play it in the evenings and uh sometimes later than i should Mm -hmm. i'll get to that and then uh i had my son try it out and he also really enjoyed it yeah he's hooked on it he's about halfway through it right now so oh cool cool that's good stuff all right nick here we are in the general chat portion of our show And I'd like to start by saying I stayed up way too late playing this game. (laughs) I forgot how easily you get sucked in. This is one of those games where you just want to get a little further to get that next chip
1: upgrade or the next weapon upgrade or,
0: you know, something like that.
1: They do a good job of like, you're always, you know, even though... You know, exploring, quote unquote. There's not really a lot of hidden stuff you're looking for. You're just going to a new area, finding the items that are laying around, looking for mini bosses, fighting them, looking for the corridors. How but, do you, how do you open the corridors? I don't know. Like, yeah, you know.
0: but it is a very satisfying progression.
1: Yeah, it, it keeps a good, steady pace of empowerment.
0: Now, since we've said so much that we love about this game and are been pretty glowing about it oh, so yeah, far, yeah. I'd, I would like to bring up some of the less positive
1: aspects less than
0: stellar and i'll start with the backgrounds yeah because the levels themselves are very very repetitive within their themes and schemes
1: you have i think it's like what there are 10 areas Mm -hmm. and generally that's divided up into five sequences of two areas that all share a background and you're just that's all you're seeing generally in the overhead and shoot 'em up levels you know like same
0: color same palette and you know very, very light changes in the layout of what, what you're looking at.
1: Barely. Yeah, it's um, not in the greatest backgrounds. Um, enemy graphics are okay. You do get a decent number of sprites, but there's a lot of palette swapping.
0: Yeah, that's my other biggest problem, is you're going to see every enemy at least two, if not three. And in the case of the jumping rocks, five, six times. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. All kinds, all over the place.
0: Now, the enemy sprites are... On the most part, pretty cool, because they're really weird, fantastical things. Yeah. And they do a good job of, like, having a defined, like, whatever. Like, I don't know what it
1: is, but I, and it's not just a blob. Right, yeah, and you're like, I know what it'll do, Um, you know. And they have have varied enough types of enemy attacking patterns, but I don't know. It just, after a while, you're like, I've fought one starfish, I've fought them all, you know.
0: Oh, yeah. Now, the sprite for your main character, though, is really good.
1: Yeah, no, I, I love how you can see your wings, like jet parts folded up on your back, kind of like a backpack when you're walking around in the, the overhead levels.
0: And if you get hit when you're in the flying levels, if you pause it just right, you can see the underside of the ship. It does a flip and you see your oh, like yeah. face under it and everything. Yeah,
1: yeah, with like your legs pulled up. kind Yeah,
0: I mean, there's a lot of little attention to detail. And as uh, since this does have eight way rotation and your directional movement, you do get angled uh, shots of the character as well. And We we touched on it before, but the animation from you transforming into that plane is just
1: awesome. Yep, never gets old.
0: No, but there is one more aspect of this game that I think we both can agree on as being amazing.
1: Oh yeah, and that's the stellar soundtrack that this bad boy packs. The only name I could come up with is Miyamo Shant. Mm-hmm for the composer i, I saw a couple that's... different composers
0: listed but i didn't find them cross-referenced on any other games yeah i
1: didn't either and um from looking at the like at the end i think you get fake credits anyway oh, definitely so that's where this one comes from so wherever you are out there good job Miyamo Shant, because some of these like especially your hub world song mm-hmm. one of my favorites of the entire system
0: and there is not a lot of music in this game and by a lot i mean different tracks yeah. But they are so good and so long that you don't get tired of them. At least I didn't. They're I really enjoyed catchy. all of them.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it does a good enough job of breaking the music up in between. You know, you're going to different rooms sometimes or going between corridors and the overhead worlds tend to have, you know, a different song. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you yeah. don't hear the same music in the same area. So
0: no, it splits it up nicely. Definitely.
1: And I really like the overhead stuff as the... Like I said before, quote unquote exploration because it feels like you're exploring. Yeah. And that feels nonlinear, but it really is pretty linear because oh yeah. they very much gatekeep you with the keys. Mm-hmm. And you, you can go, there are a few parts where you could maybe sequence break. Like sometimes a key will give you access to two areas right so i always go through and clear both of them out of all the items and mini bosses i could get first
0: and then go to the corridors same here because the corridors are the harder part of the game they're definitely where the most challenge is and you always want to be as buffed as you can before you go into those
1: yeah um and i mean they are the toughest part but even they aren't really it's about areas like eight nine ten that's where the difficulty when you get into the organic kind of level you know what i mean i would
0: say starting in the spacey
1: yeah yeah that's when it
0: really starts getting more difficult
1: they really throw a lot of enemies at you but there are a couple cheats you can use there's the chip trick where if if you uh okay imagine a checkerboard Mm -hmm. that is only four squares okay now if there is a chip in say uh the top red square Mm -hmm. right if uh and then the black squares will say are pyramids so that, you know, if you're standing opposite the chip and there's two pyramids making kind of like a diagonal line, like you can't get through there, but you can collect the chip. So it'll just fill you up. It won't deplete the chip. But it'll keep filling up your life and chips. Oh. And max them out. Like, wow. So sometimes if you find just random chips out, you know, in weird areas where you can pull that off, it, it can really help you out.
0: So, oh, yeah. That would definitely, uh, especially later in game, when you it's harder to find ways to refill your health.
1: Yeah, Um And then, of course, there's the enemy eraser trick that I had forgotten about till the very end of the game.
0: Now, I may have just discovered this on my own accident.
1: Well, like, when you're using a lot of bosses, most of them actually will spawn missiles or some kind of little eyeball enemy monster things. And uh, frequently, you know, you're getting your butt kicked, so you back off and start using some of your mini enemy erasers you have left over, if you're me. And, you know, destroying those enemies to get power-ups, but... If you keep jamming on it rapidly, mm-hmm. while the you know when an enemy dies and it does that little cloud where it's about to appear a box, it'll like keep spawning more. It's like it's killing it again and again before it stopped. Okay, that explains a lot. And you can start filling up the screen like if you use like ten or fifteen enemy erasers like rapid fire style, you'll have enough to fill up your life and chips generally. It, okay, I had to lean on that in the last fight. Yeah, that's times. exactly how
0: I got through the last fight, but I I didn't know it was a. Tr- I mean. I was I wasn't spamming it like that, like fifteen in a row, but I would try to do like one, two, three. So I was doing like yeah, smaller yeah. versions, I'd get one That's or better... two or three at a time. I didn't realize you could go crazy and do the whole
1: I um I didn't do that as much, but it was like I kind of forgot about that trick. I was having trouble with the last boss and then I was like, Well oh, watch a video and see maybe I'm doing something stupid and I don't know. That guy is better than me. To begin with but once i saw that i was like that's right like i i feel like i remember reading about it in classified well, information or something that, like
0: that last boss fight is so long that <laughs> it, it's the only way I, I could even imagine you getting through it
1: well when i went to check for help i hadn't even got him to change color once i remember i was like oh man he's got three colors right. Like, crap <laughs> like, good lord I'm, i was like i love this game <laughs> but yeah so those tricks can help round out the difficulty at the end i think
0: and then one last thing I'd like to mention is that even though there's not that much dialogue in the game or anything like that, this game does seem to have a real quirky kind of sense of humor and style to it. Yeah. Um... From the goofy look of those uh, Landers <laughs> to some of like the way they describe what you have to do, the cheeky kind of like,
1: oh, bug this guy. or. Well, and it's interesting because, I mean, we didn't really talk about the story because it's barely there. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's kind of, it's very like efficient in a way where it's like, there's a planet approaching Earth, Naju. Mm-hmm. It's full of monsters. Yes. You have to go blow it up. So you're kind of like doing space genocide in a way, but they're, well, they're monsters. They're evil monsters. They're evil. And uh, you get there and then you'll find some of the rooms on the map and just have these like computer screens that'll let you cycle through some, you know, words. A guy's like leaving you notes where he's like... And he tried to blow this planet up before. Yeah. And it's actually pretty somber where he's like, I failed. I, I hope no one reads this. And right. You have to go and... You know, um, there are 20 corridors. The first 10, or 1 through 10, are the ones with the self-destruct mechanism for the planet. So you have to go beat all those and blow it up and get out. Mm -hmm. And that's the story of the Guardian Legend.
0: Next week's game will be a continuation of Guardian Legend. So Guardian Legend Part 2. If you haven't picked up a copy yet, hopefully this inspires you to do so. So find a copy of this game any way you can. Grab your controllers and play along, friends.
1: And remember, folks, if there's anything we forgot, any special weapons you prefer that we talk smack about, are you a fan of the multi-bullets? Let us know at cartridgecommand@gmail.com, at and we'll get back to you. And of
0: course, you can find us on Facebook at Cartridge Command, Twitter at Cart Command. As you probably know, the podcast is available on iTunes, Stitcher, whatever podcasting app or device you could imagine. So subscribe and tell a friend, because that's great. We love it. Yeah. And of course, we always thank those wonderful, fine, amazing folks that give to us on Patreon.com slash Cartridge Command. It is their generosity that makes this show happen. So thank you.
1: They are the Patreon legend.
0: They are. And as always, Cartridge Commandos,
1: game on!
0: Yeah, and yeah. So it's just really well animated, and the the birds, the birds. What the hell? <laughs> is that picking up on Mike? That's crazy. Shut up, birds.
1: What? What is? What's going on I out there? I don't know, man. You got Tippi outside.
0: Well, if you can't hear this, it sounds like there's a massive bird fight going on. The bird battle has begun. I'm about to run outside and yell at them. (laughs) You birds, shut up. Keep it down.
1: I feel like it's getting worse. What are they doing?
0: Well, it started as a joke, but I really might go out there and yell at the birds.
1: <laughs> Kids these days, and their wings.
0: All right, they, they asked for it. <laughs> Are really going to go out? Well, I'm gonna see, what if it's like a an injured bird or something out there? I don't oh, know.
1: yeah, I guess that's true, yeah.
0: I mean, it does some crazy squawks.
1: I don't know what's more amazing, the amount of bird squawking going on, or the fact that you went out and told them to stop, and they did. It stopped instantly. I'm really impressed with the Beastmaster skills, man. Well,
0: what can I say? Why are these birds even out there? It's like 17 degrees out. I don't know. Uh, I hope they're drunk. All right. Well, I apologize for those rowdy birds I have in my neighborhood. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Oh Good. Uh oh, where were we?